this first session on Philippians 1, 27 and 28, I'm going to be very limited. We're going to look at the significance of the word only. Let your manner of life and worthy of the gospel. Those three things. One, two, three. What's the significance of only? What's behind this? And you'll see why I put the Greek here. And what does worthy mean? Worthy of the gospel. Father, these three words carry a train load of significance for our lives. Sweeping significance. Show us, I pray, what those are and put it down deep in our hearts, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. But let's go ahead and read the whole thing. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction and of your salvation. So we'll be on this whole text, whole text for several sessions, but in this session, what does the word only signify? That's exactly what the Greek says. Only let your manner of life. What is what is that? signify. If this is the the only thing he wants to exhort, now that I've told you I'm coming to be with you, the only thing I want to make sure of, whether I come and see you or am absent, the only thing is that your manner of life be worthy of the gospel. Well, that's amazing if he's serious about only, and therefore I would say only signifies this, uh, this exhortation is all-encompassing, right? I mean, if, if he exhorts us to live like this, and yet there's some other things that we should do besides this, then only wouldn't be accurate and this wouldn't be all-encompassing. But if this really is the only thing he needs to say to us that encompasses everything, then it is all-inclusive of everything. And you can summarize the entirety, the entirety of the Christian life as living in a manner worthy of the gospel. So that's astonishing. This ups the ante of this exhortation because it it means it encompasses everything. Everything you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you can talk of it in terms of walking, living in a manner worthy of the gospel or not. So that's the first thing. The next thing is let your manner of life be. Now, the reason I put this Greek word politeuiste, from which we get politics or political, relating to the polis or the city, is because there's just no English 
verb that can do this. None of the modern translations, not even the King James, get at this because we can't. There's just, we don't have anything like it. But the reason we know this means a manner of life that accords with the political expectations of your uh, homeland or your country or your city is because in Philippians 3.20, he says, our citizenship, and here's the, the noun form. You can see it there, Paulus city, the polituma. The, our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a savior. So he's saying a Christian has had a, a change of citizenship from your homeland here to heaven as your homeland which means if you come back and take this, this, the verb form of this seriously here, polytuiste, to paraphrase, it would be something like, my all-encompassing summary of the Christian life is bring your life into conformity with your true homeland, heaven. Heaven is your homeland. We just read that in 320. So, let your manner of life conform like a good citizen of heaven to, to what? And that means now, thirdly, so this is our first focus, here's the second focus, and here's our final focus. That is, let your life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So, this is the charter of your homeland or the constitution of your homeland, that which summarizes the expectations of your true citizenship, namely heaven. So the key question is, what does, what does worthy mean? Worthy, live, let your citizenship reflect your living worthy of the Constitution, worthy of the gospel, worthy of all that is implied in what the gospel promises. What does the word worthy mean there? Does it mean that you should get to the point where you deserve it? Be worthy of the gospel means deserve the gospel? Could sound like that, but we know that's not the case. And the reason we know it's not the case is because of several uses of this word oxios, this word worthy. For example, in Matthew 3, 8, bear fruit, John the Baptist says, worthy of repentance. That doesn't mean get to the point where you deserve repentance. No, it means you have repented, and now that you have repented, there are some actions that are fitting be a good translation of it, F fitting as befits repentance, or here, same thing in Acts 26, 20, they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds worthy of repentance, not deeds that deserve repentance. No, repentance deserves better deeds. This is the other way around. So worthy of means acting in a way that suits or 
fits or is appropriate to the condition of repentance that you're in. Now, what would that be with regard to Jesus and the gospel? And here's the key passage for me. Matthew 10, 38, 37 and 38. Whoever loves mother or father more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Now, what, what is implied in being worthy of Jesus? Being worthy of Jesus means valuing Jesus more than you value Father. Valuing Jesus, considering Jesus of greater worth than your mother. Jesus of greater worth than your father. Jesus of greater worth than your son. Jesus of greater worth than your daughter. So it's not at all getting at the idea that this whoever is so valuable, but that Jesus is so valuable, and you show that he is valuable, supremely worthy, by valuing him above father, above mother, above son, and above daughter. So, back here to the original text. Only, here's the all-encompassing expectation of the Christian life, what you are expected to, to be and do in the Christian life. Only live as a citizen of heaven, by bringing your life into conformity with the constitution of your true homeland, the gospel. And the way to do that is live so as to show that the gospel is more valuable, worth more than anything. Here are my summary statements. This is the summary of that little half verse we just looked at. The all-encompassing, I get that from the word only, the all-encompassing summary of the Christian life is live as citizens of heaven, get that from 320, citizens of heaven with the gospel as the center or the all-encompassing essence of your all-authoritative heavenly constitution. So the gospel is the charter, the constitution of this homeland of heaven, and you are to bring your lives into conformity to that, which means you are showing by your life that the gospel and all that the gospel promises is worth more to you than everything else in the world. And that's what it means to live as an alien and an exile here as true citizens of heaven in a way that is worthy of the gospel.